March is about to be the most exciting, productive, positive, refreshing, um, transformative, joyful, fulfilling, and rewarding month so far. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Happy new month, guys. Welcome to Zen Behavior Podcast, your hub for all things self-improvement, self-mastery, and self-sufficiency. Whatever I've learned in the past few years, I'm sharing it with you guys. As I continue to learn, I'm going to keep on sharing the lessons. So stick around and enjoy. Eight questions. What's one piece of advice you would give your younger self about navigating relationships? How do you define a healthy relationship or situationship in your life? What's a cherished memory from your girlhood that still brings you joy today? How has your perception of girlhood changed as you've grown older? What's one small habit or routine that has had a big impact on your personal growth? Can you share a recent challenge you've faced and how you've grown from it? How do you navigate boundaries and communicate your needs in your relationships? What's one goal you've set for yourself recently and how are you working towards achieving it? Hmm. So I invited some incredible voices to share bits of their experiences and they do have some solid stuff. Anyway, let's hear it. Let's hear their thoughts on these questions. Okay, like the advice I'm going to give my younger self is there's still time. There's still time. There's no need to rush into things. There's still time to learn different things, to love, to be wherever you want to be whoever you want to be with i would define a healthy relationship as where i feel valued i'm understood and i feel safe we have mutual respect and love for each other we have we find ourselves having open and honest conversations we trust and we are willing to commit to each other where we know and respect our boundaries are each other's boundaries like that's really important We know each other's goals and we're willing to walk towards them together. So I navigate boundaries and communicate my needs in a relationship by having honest and open conversations. I just believe in talking about it. Talk, 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 text, voice calls, video calls, in person, my point of view, your point of view, let me know what you're thinking. So that way, we're both on the same page most of the time. And, you know, there's little or no room for assumptions and misunderstanding. So not just talking, but actually listening to do and to act. So the recent challenge I've faced and how I've outgrown it is falling out with my best friend and close friends yes so last year 
I think beginning of last year, okay, I think it was my birthday that was in April. I fell out with my best friend that I've been friends with for like eight years. And I also followed like two of my friends that I loved so much. So the three of them, I loved them so much. But then again, I had to understand that life happens. I have to understand that, oh, maybe we're actually not friends. Because my best friend said it to me. She said, oh, friends for 10 years must not be friends forever. And that sank into my head. And I had to understand and I had to also see life from a different perspective. That, oh, probably we're not even meant to be friends. But maybe we're just trying to manage the whole situation. But now, boom, it has happened before us. And now we've had to just understand that oh life has to move on and they were my closest friends i love them so much and yeah but life also happened so i wish everybody all the best because i myself i also wish myself the best and i hope they also wish me the best because we want to win the struggle is for the money for the bag right so that's it i remain your favorite girl glory inokora signing out bye peace one piece of advice I'll give my younger self about navigating relationship is I will always try to choose what's best for me. I'll try to make better and healthy decisions because these decisions can affect whosoever that is involved in whatever relationship or friendship that we are trying to build or create. We have to be truthful and sincere and we also have to be kind and gentle whenever we are navigating relationships. Not everyone wants to repeat or whenever you are kind or gentle. So you always don't have to come up as aggressive or anything for you to be actually, you know, get to know people. Yeah. So that's one piece of advice I'll give myself. Always create a healthy boundary. Always try to be nice. Always try to create a safe space for you to actually get to know people. Yeah. Positive space for us to actually get to know people. That's how I'm going to navigate relationships. I hope I answered your question. This is your girl, Stephanie. A small routine that has made a big impact on my personal growth has to be daily meditations and self-introspection alongside journaling. Sitting with my thoughts and writing them down has really helped to reform my mind and has helped me develop a love for constant self-improvement. It's your girl, Chico. How do you define a healthy relationship or situationship in your life? And I'd say it's one where both parties are self-aware, they are aware of their strengths and weaknesses, and thus disposed to give their best to the other party. They communicate effectively and compromise or adjust to meet the other party in the middle. Don't forget it's your girl, J-A-E-Y, a.k.a. The Genre. So the question is, what's a cherished memory from your past? from your girlhood as you bring to joy today so this memory was from when i was really young i was in every grade my dad came to pick us um, from school and he was really late so when he eventually came i went back to the classroom to get my school bag and then a huge guy grabbed me from the back held me really tight and then another guy pulled up my face and started using his belt so at that time i was really young innocent less about what was about to happen to me but i had to think of something so eventually i came up with an idea i stomped the guy's feet the one holding me from behind i carried a big i carried the big um wooden chair and almost smashed it on the other guy's head so i grabbed my bag i ran so but remembering that incident now 
um like had it been i didn't come up with that idea had it been i didn't escape that situation that would have become a very traumatizing memory for me that would have actually changed my life in a very negative way but yeah it's become a cherished memory for me because i was able, i was able to escape that situation so i'm glad remember it's your girl joy Hmm. Wow. First off, a big shout out to all you girlies for sharing your amazing thoughts and stories and experiences. Your words have truly inspired me and I'm certain they've inspired countless others out there too. Thank you so, so much. So here are my top key takeaways from everything these amazing women have have had to say. Okay, so um, the first thing is there's time. Stop putting pressure on yourself. Love, lust, you know, get your heart broken. Break some. <laughs> Go after your dreams. Leave a disastrous trail in your wake. And don't put a timeline on when or where or how you should be happy. Have fun now and, and stop overthink, overthinking everything. Especially when it has to do with meeting the right person. Spend time getting to know and love yourself. And... You know, how do you do it? By losing yourself first, by being truthful with yourself about how you feel, about what you want and about what you need. And that's how you build yourself in the process. That's how you improve and live a more fulfilling life. Next one is a healthy relationship is where you're valued, you're safe, you're heard and respected. I just can't, I mean, I can't stress this enough. I mean, at this point in 2024, if you're in a relationship and you're not valued, you don't feel valued, you don't feel safe, you're not heard, you're not respected, then it's clear as crystal, you're not in a healthy relationship. You need to do something about it and do it like really really soon um the next thing is open and honest conversations and relationships help you navigate boundaries and build or maintain healthy relationships so the conversations must be open and honest the conversations you have with your partner those um, tough ones those ones you guys try to like you know sit on pretend you know something is not wrong when you decide to talk about it it's not about when you decide you need to decide because sometimes you want to avoid talking about these things and then it gets it compounds and then it becomes a really really big problem so you need to always talk about it and when it when it when it happens it must be open and honest it mustn't be forced or or falsified I was listening to the New Society podcast and the hosts were talking about how some women 
take it out on their partners for watching porn. So I was able to pick something. If you don't talk about the things that trouble your mind in a relationship, you're going to end up having troubles in the relationship. And so when you decide to talk about things, keep your mind open and don't don't try to judge or condemn your partner. Try to listen and both parties must try to negotiate well, you know, in order to keep the relationship moving forward. Not necessarily compromise, but more like negotiate, okay, this, I can handle this because you've explained because i i can empathize i feel where you're coming from and this other person is like okay thank you for hearing me out and on the other hand i can try not to do this because i can you know be more aware and not hurt you since this thing that i'm doing is hurting your feelings i can be more sensitive or whatever so open and honest The next one is life happens. Friendships don't have to be forever and it's okay. Some people won't be in your life forever. Some people will live at some stages and you meet um, a whole new person at, you know, a higher stage or another stage of your life. So it's normal. Okay. That's life. We need to acknowledge that fact and keep it moving. <laughs> it's part of growth. Yeah. In navigating relationships, we must ensure we are in good mental spaces. One of the girlies said this. We must love ourselves, be self-aware, self-accountable, self-accepting, and self-respecting as it will also guarantee the safety of others in relationships with us. Okay. The next one is a small routine like journaling, self-reflection, or simply, you know, sitting with your thoughts and learning more about yourself or ourselves rather. (laughs) It kind of like enables us not only build a good and positive relationship with ourselves, but with others, you know, with our friends, or our, our colleagues at work, our classmates, our parents, you know, kind of like makes things easier because when you're being too hard on yourself, you're going to be like a very shitty person out there. Next one is um, a healthy relationship is one where both parties are self-aware. Hence, they understand each other's strengths and weaknesses and they communicate well with each other to give the other to give the relationship every chance it needs because in a relationship it, it, it's not something that you do three months or and then you guys just go apart unless it was never meant to like happen maybe you guys like are too immature or one person is like too immature to like handle these feelings or be real you know but if you're in a relationship you need to know that you you need to be in it for the long run you need to be committed and part of being committed is working on yourself and your partner also doing the same and that's like gonna help you guys you know stay committed in the long run 
because if one person is doing their all and this other person is not doing anything then sooner or later the whole ship is gonna crash so yeah um the last but not the least is this um one of the most most powerful and most underrated life skill is the ability to think on your feet my younger sister the last speaker shared a story of how she escaped being molested by two older guys in school when this whole situation happened i honestly had no idea i was having a conversation with her sometime last year or two years back and this story popped up like it already happened and she told no one about it because it was done and no one was hurt you know just thinking about it like you know makes me have a lot of stuff in my head like a lot of stuff like (laughs) i'm like i'm still like you know in a bit of shock that you know she experienced something like that you know i Personally, I haven't really experienced something like that. But the fact that she was able to snap out of it, I just want to say that I'm proud of her. I'm super, super proud of her. Because most girls, especially younger girls, don't speak out. Some are too timid. Some were just stuck in the moment or in shock. I mean, this happened when she was in primary school. And we had to learn about it years later through chit chat. Imagine she wasn't able to do something. She would have been traumatized. No one was there to help her, to protect her. No one, not her friends, not me, not my immediate younger sister, not our brother, certainly not my parents. But she was able to help herself. My mom always say this to us. When you're faced with a situation, especially one like this, girls, women, (laughs) pay closer attention. When you find yourself in a situation where you're about to be molested or sexually abused by someone you trust or probably respect or whoever, you must be ready to do something crazy you must do something crazy snap out of your head and do something anything something so crazy the assaulter would never have imagined do something to them that they can't even tell anyone about it bite off their ears kick them below the belt do whatever you have to do anything something break something scream like whatever be like be unpredictable at that moment. Let this person not see this thing coming. Do it so that if somebody asks this this assaulter or whoever, that guy or whoever that person is, if someone asks them what happened to their ears or their face or their hand or whatever, they will have to lie or they will say it's nothing. Yeah. There's this... um. There was a story, not a story, I actually witnessed this one. I went to the hospital. There was one time that I had surgery. 
I went to the hospital with my mom to check on my stitch and all of that. So I was sitting and waiting for the doctor to call me in. And this um, one woman and I think her husband, yeah, her husband came in with this other little girl. So the guy was looking all messed up. His, you know, there was there were bones or rather scouts on his skin. Like his skin was looking so peeled and everything. Like it was just a, a, a very disgusting mess to look at. You know, at first I felt so horrible for him. I felt so bad for him. I was like, what could have happened to this guy who attacked them? Something. You know, everybody was asking questions. This guy didn't say anything. He just kept quiet. He was just hiding his face. And the little girl was just calm too. And the wife was also not saying much until I don't know what happened. Why when people were talking and then the lady was not telling people that what what he got, that he got what he deserved, that that the whatever serves him right, that yes, that she's very proud of the girl. And the girl, it, it so happened that the girl, um, you know lived with them or is living with them so at one point she was i think she was cooking in the kitchen or something and this guy came in and tried to molest her tried to like touch her inappropriately and she was like i'm gonna like water um, water was boiling you know boiling hot and she was like i'm gonna pour you this hot water so this guy was like you know she's a small girl like around probably 11 12 or something she was like really small and probably the guy underestimated her he felt like there's no way you pour me hot water like they are gonna like my, my wife is not gonna believe you or whatever like the girl was like i don't care but you're not gonna touch me if you touch me i'm going to pour this water on you on your body this guy was still trying to be playful and all of that immediately he tried to do something to her she grabbed the water and poured and like poured every turned it all, all over all over his body so that's how he got into that situation so now the the woman was the one telling people and people were now like abusing you know verbally abusing the guy telling him he's such a monster he's this i was so i was like wow like people were now clapping for the girl and this is like such a rare thing to see because sometimes you know women especially the older ones they're always like um because of their you know their backgrounds or whatever some of them will be like oh you don't say these things outside or they try to like cover up and make the whole thing about the woman or something but i liked how everybody was like you know disgusted at the guy so but what brought me to this story was um that if you're ever faced with a situation like that make sure to do something okay save yourself because if you don't act in that moment it will be you in that position trust me you don't want to be in that position the one ashamed to talk the the stigmatized one and everybody will be like oh that girl i heard heard she was raped i heard something happened you know you don't want to be in that situation it's such a very painful traumatic situation to be in i've not experienced it but i've been with people i've heard stories and i do feel them i know that it's such a horrible thing to feel so it's best to be the villain than the victim 100 percent 
if you have encountered such situations please do speak up because i do know that you know there are lots of people who have obviously experienced something like this and they are still keeping it to themselves and because they don't want to be judged they don't want to people to look at them a certain way i i feel you and honestly i don't know what to say but it might help the next person you know with you sharing your stories not only that sharing your experience or story and being verbally out about your trauma will help you move on from it so to everyone listening there's no excuse for rape there's no excuse for non-consensual sex none please be safe out there y'all and i mean this (laughs) i mean i mean both the guys and the girlies because men too can be molested they are be you know they are being molested uh, as i'm as i'm speaking like there are so many crazy things happening in the world right now so y'all be safe Thank you for tuning in today, everyone. In our next episode, I'll be sharing my answers to all eight questions. Don't forget to follow us, leave us a review, give us a five-star rating, and share with your friends. Until next time, remain fantastic.